Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will discuss Black Knight's home price index, gains from the pandemic housing booms, and which real estate companies lost their Fortune 500 status. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Good morning and welcome back. Hit the thumbs up. Glad that you are here with me on the live stream and I uh, hope you're with me on BAMX. The link is down below. Become a better agent. Everyone tells you what to do. BAMX shows you how to do it. Right now, the hot sheet is the one podcast. Don't tell anybody. It's the one podcast on BAM that's giving out the 15% discount code. That is going away soon. So make sure you sign up for the annual subscription today on BAMX, you get 15% off of the annual. We have new courses loaded up this month. The Perfection of the Green Screen course by The Broke Agent was just added amongst many others. We have live streams. I'll be going live Thursday, by the way, in the uh, BAMX community, BAMX Mastermind with myself this Thursday. So sign up today. You get 15% off the annual. That's like less than a cup of coffee a month when you do the math, and I will see you in the community. All right, let's see what Black Knight has to say. Black Knight yesterday came out with their home price index, and I'm also adding CoreLogic, which just released their numbers this morning. So a little bit of numbers update. Then we're going to look at the pandemic housing boom gains and which markets are still strong. So Black Knight uh, house price index, where we're starting, uh, is a repeat sales index. Black Knight reports the median price. So they're looking at median price change of repeat sales. Okay, so I have a graph for the uh, Black Knight HPI. It'll be down below in the daily download. The index is still up 1% year over year. So they just released their numbers yesterday. Yesterday's numbers uh, reflect April. Okay, the index up 1% year over year, but will likely turn negative soon. Okay, as when prices started coming down in 2022 and we catch up to that point, the next month or two months, probably May or maybe June, it's you know it's saying soon could be this this next report or the one after that. You'll say year over year for Black Knight in the negatives for home price index still positive right now. April's 0.46 seasonally adjusted rise was down from March's revised 0.62 percent and roughly on par with the 0.49 percent rise in February. Okay, so. Uh, Despite prices firming up this spring, the annual home price growth rate slipped to 0% in April, the first time prices have been flat for the year over year uh, since the rebound from the great financial crisis beginning in 2012. Uh, at this current trajectory, the home price growth rate would fall modestly below 0% for a short time before pulling back above water by late quarter two and quarter three. So they're saying by next Black Knight report, there'll be year over year negatives. When you start to see these over the next 30 to 60 days, because others are going to report this um, year over year home price declines, make sure that you educate your clients, make sure that you educate the people in your community, home shoppers, whatever it may be, that we've been seeing month over month home price gains for the last few months consistently. They need to understand that what they're 
dealing with right now in the market is month over month home price gains. When they hear home values are going down on mainstream media, which they're going to hear in 30 days, which they're going to hear in 45 days based off of year over year stats, that that's lagging data. Okay. That that's more of an impact on the man-made, the Fed-made real estate recession that went into effect last year when they started to jack up interest rates violently, when they shot up over 7% in a very short period of time. In fact, the fastest period of time that we've ever seen uh, rates go up, right? So there's Black Knight. I've got the chart for you down, uh, down below in the daily download that you can grab. Sign up once and you get all of this stuff. Obviously, for those that have signed up from the beginning, you've had probably, I think we did the math the other day. It's like six or 700 charts and uh, sources and, and data points that we've shared since we started doing the show in early January. Uh, a lot of these are going to go over to BAMX and get categorized over there. So make sure you sign up with the link below. Here's the Black Knight Home Price Index. Obviously, we had the dip at the end of last year coming into the beginning of this year now uh black knight amongst many others are reporting month over month home price gains okay uh the annual home price uh growth rate is now at, based at zero percent according to black knight should drop down and then bounce back up according to the trends that they're seeing let's take a look at this morning's release from core logic okay uh first uh anything else on black knight uh no all right uh let, let's go to core logic here u.s home price insights june 2023 so this is again they're looking back at april similar to how black knight uh was reporting home prices nation nationwide including distressed sales increased year over year by two percent so core logic two percent higher than black knight in April 2023, compared with April 2022, on a month-over-month -month basis, home prices increased 1.2% in April uh, of this year compared with March. Uh, the HPI, the CoreLogic HPI Home Price Index forecast indicates that home prices will increase month-over-month -month, uh, from April to May at a 0.9%. Okay, uh, Currently, we're at 1.2% and 2% year-over-year. They're projecting we'll see a 0.9% increase for the next month and that for the year over year, we're going to see a 4%, 4.6% increase. That's the forecast um, from CoreLogic. They're more bullish on year over year prices than almost anyone else. Okay. So, uh, well, Z Zillow's in the camp and some others, but you know, there's a lot that are reporting negatives on the year over year number nationwide single family home price growth uh rose by two percent in april this marks the 135th consecutive month of annual growth but the sixth straight month of single digit gains which have slowed from the all-time high of nearly 20 percent annual appreciation in spring 2020 of course we had two years of basically 20 percent that's why many markets uh are still today up over 40 percent we're going to touch on that in a second uh, Selma Hep, chief economist for CoreLogic, says, while mortgage rate volatility continues to cause buyer hesitation, the lack for sale homes is putting firm pressure on prices this spring, leading to above average seasonal monthly gains and a rebound in home prices in most markets. Nevertheless, the recent surge in mortgage rates, which we've seen here in the last couple of weeks, and continued inflation 
issues suggest that rates may remain elevated, leading to home price appreciation to possibly relax this summer and return to average seasonal gains later in 2023. Still, while some inventory is pushing prices up once again and constraining affordability, recent trends suggest that home price growth in 2023 will fall in line with the historical 4% annual average. What are you seeing in your market? Uh, state the market and what are you seeing? Do you see historical trend of about 4% growth this year? Is that what you're projecting locally? Um, nationally, again, home prices increased 2% year over year, but in Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New York, Oregon, Utah, and Washington all saw annual home price declines. So in those states, again, Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New York, Oregon, Utah, and Washington, home price declines. The states with the highest increases year over year were Indiana at 7.3%, New Jersey at 7.1%, Missouri also 7.1%, and then South Carolina and Vermont were both at 6.9%. This chart here shows you which states have had those large increases. You see the Northeast outside of Massachusetts uh, is covered in red. That would even include New Jersey and Pennsylvania that uh, outside of, I'm sorry, Massachusetts and New York uh, covered in red where you're seeing pretty significant home price increases, Massachusetts in the one to 3% bucket. And again, New York uh, is negative or under 1% growth. The Southeast, very strong upwards of five plus percent home price appreciation. And obviously the West continues to uh, be in the negative category there on home price growth year over year uh top markets at risk right now according to core logic of home price decline this is kind of reaffirming their last report lakeland winter haven florida uh confidence score 50 to 75 percent meaning they're expecting a home price decline provo utah is number two on the list sarasota area Number three, Cape Coral, Fort Myers area, number four in, for, in Florida, and Port St. Lucie, number five in Florida. So uh, at risk of home price declines, according to CoreLogic, four of the five are all in Florida, while number two, Provo, Utah, uh, also on the list. This is just reaffirming the data that we saw last month from them. So nothing really new there. Uh, all of the, that, I think that was the same exact list that they had uh, basically last, uh, last month. Okay. Uh, let me know in your market or, or what would be your confidence score on your market? What's the market in home price increase or decline this year? Like, and, and so they're, they're putting a confidence score on these here of 50 to 75%. What would be your confidence score in your market? Love to know based off of what you're seeing in your market uh, and the data that you're tracking personally. All right. So there, there's your update on home prices for Black Knight and CoreLogic. Here's a quote from Black Knight uh, that I failed to read prior. Prices are now almost universally rising again on a seasonally adjusted basis. So, and they say that's with the expectation of Austin. So sorry to our Austin friends, but uh, universally rising. So in 30 days, when you see, according to Black Knight, according to you know this one and that one, year over year, homes home values are going down, home prices are going down. 
remember that you, we need to help people understand that month over month they have been going up and they've been going up for the majority of the spring. And that's with the exception of Austin, according to Black Knight, uh, the only market with for sale inventory back to pre-pandemic levels, which has faced significant price corrections continuing into the spring. Uh, Black Knight has Austin down 13.4% from the 2022 peak. Okay, Black Knight does say that we're not out of the woods yet, given that home prices remain 25% above what underlying incomes would traditionally support at today's interest rate. So uh, going back to affordability, but remember Black Knight, 42% of homeowners do not have a mortgage. Okay, so I guess we're dealing with 58% and 85% of those have a, a mortgage rate well under 6%. Uh, so they're not paying today's mortgage rate. Okay. So that, that when, when they say that, you know, that home prices are 25%, what today's interest rate would support. Okay. Well, most of the homeowners don't have today's interest rate. It's why we're battling. So, so, uh, so much of the inventory issue. All right. So there's your update on prices. Let's go over to, um, where home prices are since the pandemic. Okay. So, uh, since we've had, uh, uh, pandemic housing boom gains, who actually still is holding on to all of those gains? Of course, Austin, as we just mentioned, would be one of those cities that is not. This is a Lance Lambert chart from Fortune uh, based off of the source from Zillow Home Values Index. You can see here that dark purple or purple color. And so if you're just listening to this, I'll point out the areas where you, where you have that dark purple. That is greater than 60% or greater than 50%. Almost all of the Southeast is covered in this purple to dark purple coloring where you've got over 50% remaining pandemic housing boom gains. So even in areas uh, you know, like Sarasota or these other ones that CoreLogic is saying is at, at a risk of potentially going down, they're still today sitting up over 50 and 60% of home price gains. So almost all of the Southeast is colored in that color. Texas is, you know, a variety of different colors. You have areas where you have less than 10% um, of their home pandemic housing boom gains that, you know, that'd be areas like Austin, or you have 10 to 20% or 20 to 30%. You really have all of these different categories and they categorize it as less than 10%, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 to 60, and then greater than 60%. Uh, Texas is, is just littered with all of the different colors of this graph. Uh, and so it really depends where you are, that central uh, area in Texas, central, east central area, I guess that would be uh, DFW areas, it's got some of the dark purple Maine really dark on uh the purple category uh the, most of the east coast there is kind of scattered right you can see up in where i'm sitting today connecticut's got uh you know a shoreline that has a, a little bit uh, uh less of a gain than the northwest corner that northwest corner is like litchfield where you saw a lot of new yorkers go and escape to so a little bit of scattered there that's kind of similar story in Massachusetts and New York and Pennsylvania. Uh, then California, obviously you go all the way West. 
you're at the lower end of these home price gains. They really only have one one little block of the dark purple and the northwestern part um, of the state uh, of, of the country is showing still significant home price gains from the pandemic. So the, this chart here help help you understand which areas are still way up and which areas have lost some of their uh, pandemic housing boom gains. Pandemic growth winners in terms of population, that same uh, tip, their main there is uh, booming in population. Don't don't know how much that would be, but obviously Florida is on the list here. And then you've got um, north uh, northwest there, the western part of the countries. Uh, looking at pandemic growth winners, it's like I guess that's I- Boise, Idaho, that it, those areas there, which now you're seeing huge inventory and people getting out. And then of course, Texas as well. All right. There's your pandemic update on uh, who's still up on their prices. Who's not up on their stock prices would be these four real estate titans. Lance Lambert just reported the Fed's man-made housing market uh, recession hit so hard that four real estate titans just lost their fortune 500 status. Who are those companies? Let's take a look at the Fortune 500 list where real estate housing related companies rank on this year's for- Fortune 500 list. Home Depot's at the top. Last year's rank was 17th. They have gone down three spots to number 20. Fannie Mae has gone up five spots from 33 to 28, interestingly enough. Lowe's uh, also down four spots like Home Depot, and they are at 39. Freddie Mac at 45. So, Home Depot, Lowe's, and then the two government arms of mortgage lending are in the top four. Lennar, D.R. Horton, uh, CBRE Group, Builders First Source, and Jones Lang make out the top five. So you've got some national builders and uh, commercial uh, real estate company in there. Okay. Uh, you, you got Pulte. Open Door remains on the list. Okay. Open Door has actually gone up. 159 spots okay their 2022 rank was 425 2023 rank is 266 that's interesting because i mean if you just look at share price of open door technology since peaking at 34 dollars in 2021 their stock has collapsed to a dollar 56 they just recently open door went up and i'll get to the four that um have you know have fallen out of the fortune 500 here in just a second but just on open door if you look at what's going on last week eric Wu, the ceo founder really i don't know if he might have stepped down as ceo i think he did and he's working a different division now but anyways the founder of open door just sold eight million dollars in stock now he just filed yesterday i believe to sell another 20 million open door had reached two dollars now they're back down to a dollar 56 but uh they still remain on the Fortune 500, interestingly enough, uh, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed that, but still some value there apparently. All right, the four companies that have fallen out of the Fortune 500 would be Anywhere Real Estate, obviously formerly known as Realogy, dropped 90 spots from 427 to 517. Zillow uh, from 424 to 563. I have no idea how Open Door is on the list and, and 
and Zillow's not. It makes absolutely no sense. Zillow's market cap's better. Zillow basically you know, is helping Open Door stay afloat. I don't, I don't even, it doesn't even make sense to me. Compass at 495, um, dropped 77 spots to 572. So they're out. And then Rocket Companies dropped 291 spots from 282 to 573. As you saw, the refi market uh, disappear. Rocket Companies dropped 291 spots. There you go. That That is your Fortune 500 update. And one thing, if you're a real estate agent, notice that there are no, on this entire list, there are no longer any real estate uh, companies in the Fortune 500, okay? Meaning brokerages, rather. These are all real estate-related companies, but there are no brokerages here in the Fortune 500 anywhere in compass were now they're out okay so uh the brokerage community still remains v- very non-monopolistic it's a good thing for the real estate agent industry that's very still much fragmented there are still v- a lot of independents or large teams or team ridges so there's still a lot of options for real estate agents uh, it also speaks to how competitive that is and and really when you think about uh, the broker, the job of the broker, how low margin of a business that is, and and uh, again, how competitive it is, and not, how non uh, there's not a monopoly going there. So, uh, interesting data points there. Glad that Lance put that piece together. Um, and and again, just interestingly, Open Door climbing the 159 spots. Um, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really say why. I I don't understand it. I'll look deeper into that. Try to get an answer. But uh, that kind of just completely blew my mind when I saw that uh, this week. Okay, let's take a look at the ten year and the thirty year. The ten year was coming back down uh, at first glance this morning. Let's see where it is right now. As the markets have opened, and oh, is it up? I think it's up again. Okay, there we go. It was down to three point. Early this morning, it was down to into the three sixes. We're back up to 3.724. Yesterday's 30 year fixed. Uh, let me zoom out here. Yesterday's 30 year fixed did drop down 0.01 to 6.89. So we've been living in that 6.9 plus range now for five readings or 6.8885 and up, I should say, range now for five plus readings. So we've been out of the sevens for a week. And we're currently sitting at 6.89. The 10 years up a little bit. We'll see what happens today. Hopefully we can stay sub seven on the Mortgage News Daily's um, survey when that comes out later today. Also coming out later today would be the next Real Word podcast at 2 p.m. here on the channel. So make sure you're subscribed for that. See you back here tomorrow on the Hot Sheet Live every day. The Internet's only live housing show, 9.30 a.m. Eastern and 6.30 Pacific time. Till then, toodaloo.